Hello. Hello. I can see you. Uh, oh, you wait. just have to turn your. Yes. Look at that. There we go. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Rashad. How are you? <laughs> Floyd Mayweather in the. No, I'm just kidding. You got all the angles. There we go. I got all the angles. Just trying to make sure the lighting's nice. The lighting looks beautiful. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry about that. How no, have you been? How's everything? Everything is great. Everything is great. The I uh, beat the jet lag allegations. They, um, I am back to normal mm -hmm. from my oh, trip. For um, from your trip. Oh, what trip? So the the trip that I took was the one where I messaged you and I was in Seoul for the first time. Oh really? <laughs> so the funny part is that like I is that like I, I got back and I it's been a long time since I traveled outside of the United States. This is coming to you live mm -hmm. from New York City. So you're famous right now. Yeah. Here. Oh yeah, worldwide. New York. I've always wanted to make it in in America. That's that's a big thing for, for British artists. Once you are known in America, that's how you know you've you've made it. Oh really? We don't want to admit it. We don't <laughs> want to admit it, but we all know it's true. So, but I'm glad I beat the I beat jet lag all the way up to today, only because so I won't be you know saying things that was like you know a fraudulent slip, like just like come out of my mouth, like how in Korea yeah. you can't access porn, or you know how the Japanese have like the wildest porn content. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the porn thing is actually not okay. So I actually wasn't <laughs> sure if that was a thing. But because I'm on a VPN, I, I just kind of never really had that problem. But then every time the VPN disconnected, I was just like, why does it just disconnect me from the website? So it is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. And I wanted to get a wow. VPN to at least, you know, catch up on HBO or Hulu. Yeah. But no, it's, I'm, I'm using VPN right now, but you do have to kind of pay for a month or, or something but right it right. has helped me it helps help me a lot because you know right. there are some shows that i was watching on uk netflix that i couldn't watch on well that i wouldn't be able to watch on korean netflix like i'm watching the big bang theory right now and i'm almost done so i just wanted to continue watching it they wouldn't they don't have it on on the korean netflix no no so, not at all and the funny part about the korean internet is that even though it blocks porn, it doesn't block OnlyFans, so you can totally access that. So, mm -hmm. congrats to mm -hmm. all of my friends that I've joined your OnlyFans just for that moment in time. So, yeah, I don't have OnlyFans yet. We were talking about it the other day, not for necessarily um, like sexual content, but just for just additional exclusive content. You know what I mean? Like for people who just want to support. Like, I was actually thinking about it. I was just like, oh, you know what? Maybe people would want to pay to see me work out, you know? That's basically borderline sexual content. Yeah, okay, so I take it back. Sexual content. Sexual content, except I get to say that I'm slightly better than everyone else. <laughs> because I'm not completely naked, you know? So I get to keep my dignity and I can just say, hey, dude, I'm just working out here. I'm just working out. Was that was that between you and your manager? Um, no, it was just um a few um I met up with a couple content creators yesterday. Yeah, yesterday they were visiting from Japan. Um, met up with them for the first time, but we'd been uh, like in contact for the past year or two, and I was able to meet them for the first time yesterday. I don't know if you saw my um my story, but we went um we went out to eat and um did some karaoke. So and then we just started talking about content and content creation and but then yeah we just got to the topic of OnlyFans and and how how much money people seem to be making on it and we have a, a guy friend who who has an OnlyFans account but it's um up until now I thought that it was just exclusive content like extra content for his fans but apparently he does have some weird fans with some weird requests and he's not opposed to granting those weird requests, which is why he's able to go full time with it. So now, you know, my <laughs> eyes are open. My impression of him has completely changed because I never paid to see what's what's behind it. And I feel like I asked him before, you know, well, you know, do you do nude pictures? And he's just like, no, 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 it's just, you know, some extra content and some. Yeah, but you pictures. don't know. 
now I well, now I really don't. Now I really don't. So... He could just be talking. Hmm? He could just be talking. So you got to Oh, go yeah, no, I found out yesterday. No, I found out yesterday from his friend mm-hmm. that, you know, he might do a little bit more than, than that, you know, depending <laughs> on what the fans request. So then we were thinking, like, okay, so what can I do? What can I offer OnlyFans? And then we go into the whole topic of, you know, workout videos and, and stuff like that. Workout but it's videos. A good, it's a good last resort. It's a good last resort, you know? Yes, yes. I feel like everyone goes to OnlyFans as like a last resort. I mean, I work in the creative fields and with all my clients, we talk about before it be. I mean, it was always sexual content, but even just to joke around and have other outlets of creativity on there, it still just mm. like brings in that, you know, that whopping smell of steamy, juicy. <laughs> yeah, indeed. It's just next door. You know, you, one one wrong turn, accidental back. <laughs> You, you never know, you know, you're just like, you could be having a steamy day, you could be like having an off day, but like if you're dropping, mm. you know, you may, you could be making some money. But yeah, you, it's funny that you say last resort because there are a lot of once A-list celebs now going to daily celebs and just like hopping on OnlyFans and then conquering OnlyFans without going mm. to that one app where you know like, it's one, like, like the people that just make you millions like in a day like their first day on it like right millions and millions i mean i feel like once you get to that you know you know celebrity status and then you want to just go on only fans ventures i think it just becomes a good investment at that point it's just What's... like okay i'm already a celebrity i know people who are going to pay for it and i know i'm going to get millions in like 24 hours what's that app and that you like... do you like happy birthdays for like ten dollars or something Oh, cameo! <laughs> Are you a cameo? cameo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I can't remember if I made an account or not. Um, and I was because they messaged me a few times asking me to join the app and give it a go, or whatever. And I was thinking about it because I don't think that's, I don't think it's a bad idea. And I was thinking, you know, I could make really good birthdays if I, you know, did it in the form of my skits. Maybe like they take a lot longer, but you know, but I think I could, you know. I think I could do it, but at the same time, I just don't think many people would be interested. I feel like um, that app is better reserved for people who are, you know, mainstream, a little bit more mainstream on social right. media or big celebrities. That's what I like about you right now, because you're, you're like indie yeah, mainstream. a little bit niche, right? Yeah, you're a little bit niche. Yeah, we don't, bit... we don't want to give you up mm. to the world just yet. We still want you. On, you know, we just want you still to ourselves, like. You know, you asked I me if I, that, if I checked out your stories. And I was like, I can't always be checking your stories because I'm trying to, you know, block yeah. my mental health <laughs> of always going online. But I love that you brought that mm. up because when I was in Seoul, my friend was telling me, Rashad, you didn't you didn't story that much of your Seoul trip in the first half. And mm. I was like, because I was trying to get off of social media, you know, and I was mm. just trying to explore for mm. myself. But once I mm. did, I hopped on and I saw that you were there and I was like, I got to link up. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. Honestly, I'm just um, right now. Um, I'm going to be here for two months and um, it's more of a I'm, I'm lucky because I got a place to stay. This is um, my, I'm at my girlfriend's place right now. So she's Korean. Um, yeah, yeah, she's Korean. But she went to we um, love that. Yeah. So you. Yeah, so you're looking at me like I've just betrayed betrayed the other nation. I didn't but, um because I don't discriminate. I, I, I don't discriminate. I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually very happy. I'm very, very happy. Would you guys um, mean? Especially for the so she followed me on Instagram um over just over a year ago and then I noticed her. I didn't hit her up at first. I was about to, but then I was just like going through more of a you know i'll just let them come to me type of phase and then she joined my live and she showed some really nice support she she did a little comment and i recognized her and i was just like oh that's the you know the cute girl that followed me the other day so then after i finished the live i went to message her saying thank you for joining my live 
and we just really got on from that point onwards. Really, really got on. We started to talk. Well, we started. We talked every day from that point onwards, basically. Um, and that was around Christmas, um, of twenty twenty one, just just before twenty twenty two started, and then she came to visit me in the UK. Um, and then I went to visit her in Korea. I went to Korea for the first time in the summer just to visit her, and she came back to the UK. And now this is my second time in Korea. So. That's kind of how it started. It's um, kind of yeah. wild only because of the fact that as of late, as of just the past like 30 minutes, I've been doing like a deep dive about you and I listen to other podcasts of, of you and your love life and your, your humble beginnings. And I just like, oh. so fu- it's your, it's so funny to hear your love life from back then and you being a Jehovah's Witness and like, oh, yeah. And, yeah, and but then and then like now fast forward, <laughs> that was all in the past, and now up to here, right now you're madly in love. J- yeah, Japan and Korea are like right next to each other. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're based in Japan. Um, no, I'm based in London actually. I haven't lived in, I haven't been to Japan for the last four years. No way. Which is surprises a lot of people. I lit, I did live in Japan for a year. But then I couldn't, and I would have stayed there if I if I could. Like I really tried, but I realized that um, I couldn't get a work visa because I didn't have a bachelor's degree, and that's kind of like a thing in Japan. Like a lot of companies require at least a bachelor's degree in order to be sponsored for a visa. And I was twenty at the time; I hadn't gone to uni yet, so I returned to the UK to do my university to get my bachelor's degree, all so that I can make it back to Japan. And that was five years ago. And I'm still technically at uni with just a couple modules to go. They're just kind of messing me up a little bit. Like there's there's been a whole miscommunication thing and it's taken so much longer than it needed to. Um, but yeah, I, by, if I should be done by the end of this year. And then I can finally just be free, be done with it and then get back to Japan. I mean, Korea first, I think, well, now that I've met my, my girlfriend, I think I want to spend some time in Korea get to grips with the language so that I can integrate it with my content. And then, you know, the end end final goal is getting back to Japan and living there long term. Maybe not forever, but long term. Man's is trying yeah, his hardest to get years. back to Japan. Japan, if you're listening, yeah. Get my man's back. It was most significant. I mean for for reasons that you probably understand if you like watched um like like you said, if you, you listen to my past um um, podcasts and stuff about the whole um, how Japan was the turning point in my in my life so that was the time that I you know took the leap and stopped being a Jehovah's Witness um, you know well really I just wanted to have sex you know, know. so oh, <laughs> me saying me I know it. I'm like wow that's yeah wow <laughs> yeah so they kicked me out for it which is fair enough um, and then my girlfriend broke up with me the next day. So then part of me, I was about to go back to the Jehovah's Witness thing, but then I was just like, wait, hold on. They don't expect me back. And I'm kind of just like a free agent now. So why don't I have sex one more time and then go back? <clears throat> and then and then I was just like, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm going to have sex for the last time and then go back. And I was just like, you know, this is going to be the last time. And then I just never went back. And I'm still in that cycle right now. So um, that was five years ago. So, yeah. Um, and man's are still horny till this day. Yeah, I am. I have calmed down a lot. I think I'm get, <laughs> getting, I've, as in like, you know, I think I've just reached, re, I am reaching that stage where I'm finally just a little bit more satisfied. I'm not as curious anymore. But um, yeah, sorry. All that to say, um, all <laughs> that to say, that Japan, because you know that from that point onwards, that was when I feel like my life actually started. Right. Like I genuinely feel because I'd been living under such restrictions. You know, my mom is a wonderful, wonderful person and was a wonderful mom, but she was very serious about her religion, and that meant that I didn't have much freedom to, you know. All the girls who won a Jehovah's Witness had that black silhouette around them. They were like locked characters. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I took the leap and, and left, then they just unlocked. And it was just like, 
wow, you know, this is a chance for me to be myself. You know, I could talk to you now and not, you know, have to restrict myself or I can actually just, you know, there's a woman there. I can go and approach her. I can say hi. Like, I didn't feel, I was just like, you know what I mean? I felt like I kind of had, um, you know, as if I was wearing, you know, as if my hands were restricted the entire time. And now I could finally move my, my hands around. And I'm just like, wow, now I can go to a club. Even, you know, even though I've never really been a clubber, you know, I could go to a club if I wanted to. I could make friends. I could mingle. I could drink. I can, you know, but it's just all something that, you know, and I'm not even, I don't even like the taste of alcohol even now, but it's just something that, you know, I like to have the option to. So Japan allowed me to come out of my shell because, you know, I was raised, I feel like I was raised to be an introvert just because of, you know, how protective my mom was. But once I was in Japan, it was scary. Going out and meeting people was like really, really scary for me because um, I wasn't used to it. But I knew that, I knew that, I, I felt like that wasn't who I was supposed to be. I felt like I, I should be able to. So I actually kind of forced myself to go out and you know grow in that way because you know it was actually really scary like approaching women and stuff I was just like I want to be able to you know meet women have sex all that kind of stuff so how do I do it well you know I just, just did a quick google search youtube search and I, <laughs> and I yeah I briefly got into the pickup game well that lasted oh a few, few years so I did yeah I was just like what's the fastest way to meet women oh okay walk up to them in the street well, and that was scary as hell. But, you got it. You, you got know? it. I mean, and now I, yeah, I, I, I mean, Jeho from Jehovah's Witness straight to the internet is a scary thing. I, I don't, I don't know what you're like, you know, growing up in like school situation is, but you're, you're, you're home now. Don't worry, you're, you're here with us now. Yeah. Welcome. See, that's Why? not what my mom would say. Arms wide open oh. over here, though, New York City. Yeah. Konnichiwa. What's up? Shot and this is where many hats presented by Desar, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. You can check out all of the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. WMH and Desar is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Richard Tomek is a Brit that is all but not limited to music producer, content creator, comedian, and Japanese speaker. His Japanese is so good, it's inspiring me to learn Korean. I heard of Richard where Kim sent me an Instagram DM of Richard's reel of Tinder date in Japan with Richard's smiling face of him in a wig playing the beautiful girl that he is, and I watched it. Hilarious. I was hooked. In love. But not quite. The caption for it was, tip, if she's written hip-hop in her bio, this is what you might get. I met Kim on Tinder, and if that went down, I would have died laughing. In an alternative universe, it would be Tinder date in Korea, and I would be using Google Translate with don't like. All right. Anyways, I was then in a K-hole videos. Tons to watch. If you're into subtitles and cosplay, this is the page for you. Richard teaches Japanese through his school, the Richarda Academy, and also got bars with his music under bilingual alter ego, Saitai is richard tomek an adult entertainment club or performer let's find out or not we don't need to find out actually <laughs> a place of uncomfortable laughter this is ricardo tv please welcome richard tomek to wear many hats that is absolutely beautiful man that was so well written you really did pay attention to all the small details adult entertainment club i forgot i had that in my bio even that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Um, oh, it's great to have you. It's great to be here, man. Honestly, thank you. 
Um, so just to clarify, the conversation we had, that 15-minute conversation we just had up until now, is that no, not part of the podcast? It is. It's, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure, you know, just so I know whether to, you know, repeat, because I might have just repeated everything I said. Okay. All of it's in there. How are you? All of it's in there. We're not leaving anything out. All the details. Everyone will know who you are, but everyone should know okay. who you are, because right now, like... To have you on, it was just insane because when I was in Seoul and Tokyo and I just got back, I banged your line. When I saw that you were in Seoul and you were only meeting content creators, I was surprised you got back to me though. But like, do you think podcasters mm. are content creators? I was making mukbangs. Oh, were you really? Yeah, no, to be honest, I said that because I'm just a bit of an introvert. And I- I could tell. I, I could tell get- with our convo so far Mm -hmm. oh really Mm -hmm. yeah and so i just realized that um well there are actually a few people i do get um people asking to to meet or hang out and and buy me a drink and stuff and while i do appreciate it if i don't if i don't know the person beforehand i mean you know so now that we've had a chance to talk then that's you know then i'd be happy to i'd be happy to meet you at this point onwards but because a lot of the time these are people that i've never spoken to before people with private profiles and it's just like hey you know you're in my town let's me up and it's just like i i don't who are you private profiles yo no way some people with private profiles they don't know their own photos yeah so it's just like i understand that they may be you know well-meaning and i understand that they they are probably cool people but at the same time i have no information I have, no, I have no information. I'm not even scared. It's just like, it's not even, I'm not even scared for my life or anything. Like we meet in a public place, it's whatever, but it's just like, I feel like I, you know, it feels like a blind date kind of thing. And I don't, this is as I said, date. being a bit of, yeah. But what this right now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's just, that's what I mean. So I'm just like, you know, unless it's a person, so I just, you know, and again, this trip is basically a little bit more. Um, I would like to get as much content as I can. So I, I do say I would like to meet you know content creators, if I hadn't, even if I haven't met them before, because I know that it's you know for the purpose of content, and I kind of know that you know they don't have private profiles, and it's like, you know. So, apologies. No, apologies not at all. We're here now. I was just so surprised. We are here to yeah. have you um get back to me and it was just amazing because like i that was my first time there and i'm always gonna be coming back okay yeah if you come Constantly. if you come back then i'm definitely open yeah because obviously oh. we had a chat i could see you just a cool guy so that's all i really need <laughs> but unfortunately um not everyone gets the I, I don't get the chance to speak to everyone face to face before they invite me out kind of thing so it's like i don't know who you are right and, and you're know, not and yeah, exactly. And you're definitely not afraid, like you mentioned, to like meet up. Like, even if it was the oh, yeah, private no. profiles, only because the fact that like you were out there getting swollen these like soul streets gains and showed off your pecs oh, Korean yeah. <laughs> grandma and grandpa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They think I'm weird. They must think I'm I'm so weird. Sometimes I take my shirt off. Well, in the summer I, I took my shirt off because there was no one around, but and they, yeah, and then that was just like, first off, you're flexing on the gram, and then second off, like, it was just mad wholesome to see, like, you know, grandpa helping you set up the camera, and then grandma just like, you know, telling you where to go or like what's next. I was just like, you know, that is the content yeah, that we was need. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was actually <clears throat> that was one of the most wholesome encounters that I I had in Korea, just because. My first time in Korea was, although it was really, really nice, I definitely had, you know, some more, slightly less wholesome stories about, you know, me making that baby cry. And then that girl (laughs) in the, you know, that girl who almost dropped her food on her tray when she saw me. And then, and then the other, (laughs) yeah. And then this time around, the lady, this old lady was was staring at me and I thought she was just trying to make sure that, you know, like watch her back kind of thing, just like make sure. Because she was kind of, a lot of old people come to the workout park and use the machines. I realized that that's probably why they live for so long over here. It's just because 
you know, I'm I'm going to be, you know, doing my workout and stuff and no one's really there. But then a bunch of old people just come in and out. You know, they just kind of do a little something for 15 minutes and then leave. Um, and this particular lady just kept like looking at me and I thought, oh, she's just making sure that I'm not going to rob her or, or whatever. <laughs> but then she actually came up and she could speak really like fluent English. And that's that is weird. That's weird because it's usually the older generation who can't speak English, who's a lot, right. who are a lot, a bit more wary of the world, or maybe not as, not as well informed. You know what I mean? So, um, but she just started speaking fluent English, and and she's the last person I would have expected to be able to speak English because she looked like a typical um, Ajuma, Ajuma, you know, just like a grandma. Um, and she was just like, "Oh, where are you from?" She was just like, "Hey, where are you from, man?" And I was just like, "Oh, from London." And she was just like, oh, London, yeah, oh, how long are you staying here? Like, you got a job? What are you doing? Like, what, what you trying to get into? And I was just like, oh, well, you know, just visiting my girlfriend and, you know, just learning Korean. And she's just like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I lived in India. So that was nice. That was nice and wholesome. That is nice but, and wholesome. Um, I, yeah, but I'd like to get more. I'd like to get more. I'd love to get some. I want to start making long-form YouTube um, footage. You know, just more like, you know, black guy in Asia, informative, but funny with a Richardo twist. That's what I'd like to do. So from this point onwards, I'd like to ask people to keep keep um, keep an eye out because I'm definitely going to be starting. I'd like to make the transition from short form to to, to YouTube because there's a lot more. There's a, you know, you can build a much stronger community that way. Um, there's a lot more money in, involved as well. Um, but I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, yeah. i've seen it i've seen i was like hopping on your youtube for a hot second and then i saw the youtube shorts or like you have transitioned some of the videos that you've made on instagram and tiktok mm. and it's on youtube and yeah i hear that too i i put out a lot of reels and tiktoks as of late for mm -hmm. the podcast but I just hear that YouTube is the way to go. When I was in Seoul, I got a tattoo out there from like a well-known tattoo artist. And the yeah, and mm -hmm. another thing, tattoos are illegal in Korea to mm -hmm. like, practice out of. And he was like telling mm -hmm. me like, yo, you need to get on YouTube because like I have no idea where else I'm going to like listen to your your podcasts and i was just like mm, so surprised mm. so youtube is definitely the move i feel like you can totally yeah. yeah youtube is like it's like the most internet it's like you know it doesn't even matter like if you don't understand english and you don't like and i don't understand korean or japanese the universal language is uh youtube for some odd reason yeah yeah exactly so next month i'm gonna be going to japan i've got a japan trip planned and i've got a few youtube collabs lined up so um, that will probably be my gateway into creating some, you know, some YouTube content um, with some pretty big creators. I'm lucky to know them because, um, I'm, I mean, I guess because of what I do on Instagram, I was able to connect to these other Japan creators who happen to be big on YouTube. So I'm sure it'll be a really good opportunity to kind of like get my foot in the in the YouTube door. Um, because yeah, man, when you think about TikTok and Instagram, they don't really pay much. I mean, considering the amount of views that you, you know, you can get millions of views per month, but, you know, only, only get maybe, you know, a couple hundred, a uh, couple hundred um, dollars, if you're lucky, you know, per, per month, like less. So are you I making I got... bank from content creation now? Is that like, it's like your full time not job? No, not, co not content creation. I'm, I'm barely making anything from the content creation. What I make. Um, most of my income from is from teaching. the Richardo Academy teaching Japanese. Yeah, I wouldn't if I wasn't if I hadn't set that up, then I wouldn't be making anything. I'd barely be making anything, honestly, because on Instagram we don't get paid for. Well, in the UK, that they are rolling it out, but um, in the UK, uh, it's not available for us to be making any anything from reels. So I get zero from Instagram, um, which is TikTok, crazy because that's how I found you. And I'm boosting you, baby. Yes. Wow, I sound Thank like you. such a bro. Like a boosting bro fan. You, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then there's the tick. Have you heard of the TikTok Creator Fund? I've heard of it. Yeah. So there's that which I joined, but you literally only get paid. It's like one one p or three cents per per million uh, per thousand views or something. Like it's very very small. So for like a, if I get a million views on a video, I might make. I don't know, 50 pounds from it or 50, yeah. $50 kind of thing, 70, $80. Like it's, it's really, so it's not much. No. So I remember I've been on TikTok for about two and a half years. And in total, like I, my in total, total revenue that I've made about 2000, about $2,000 maybe for the 2.5 years that I've, and I've, I've gone I've got like million, I have millions. Of, like, if you amass all the views I've had together, because they pay yeah. by, by view, I've got millions and millions of views. As in, like, there was a time where I was getting multiple millions of views per month consistently, and then just two k for for that. It's just, it's not something you can live off of. No, and then there's not. brand deals, there's brand deals and sponsorships. There's yeah, you you got it. There. I mean, a lot of of these reels that you've made or TikToks, they it opened doors. Like, I saw that sponsorship. But that your favorite drink? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, the Yakult thing. Um, so that's something that, um, yeah, you could, there's a lot of money in that, but it's a consistency thing. There's they're very not they're not consistent unless you have someone working for you or working with you. Um, it's something I can do myself. I can reach out to a brand and say, hey, you know, I'm Richardo TV. I really love your brand. Blah blah blah. Um, which I'd like to do more of. Um, because they don't reach out to me very often on a not they're not very often or not consistently um and i think it just depends on who you are and whether the brands think that you know your content can can gel with them but um yeah if you're not getting consistent brand deals and sponsorships then again you're going to struggle to make money as a content creator so i just thought okay why don't i try create a little bit more like a bit of a business or a service where i kind of like an educational service because i know a lot of people want to learn japanese so that is what i've been working on for the past year so um i do one-on-one -on -one and group classes with my right. own teaching material wow yeah so sometimes i do go off the radar for let's a few, go professor for a yeah yeah i've been working really hard on that i realize i'm actually a really good teacher and um students I mean, you kind of well look like me. the duolingo bird i'm not gonna lie Duolingo bird. What does a Duolingo bird look like again? Was it because of the hairstyle? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought maybe it was like a peacock. Was it, is it like a rooster or something with, you know, like a yeah, it's thing. yeah, yeah. If it's it was like a rooster, a... that would make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's it's. Do you all right? So I'm gonna let you in on like. Soa has always been number one on my list. I've been to Japan before and, and Tokyo mm -hmm. before, but Soa has always been on my list. And so when I like touched down the first few days, I was the most happiest person in my life. And I was wondering why. And I looked everywhere and I could see one thing that came to mind. Everyone's hot. Everyone looks great. And the one mm. thing was like, yo, no diss. Like, and I love them, but like I didn't see one white person in sight and mm. so i was like mm. where am i like it's been a minute <laughs> earlier you told me you know your japanese love broke your heart moved on but now you're in a i mean that's my rendition that's my thinking of that that whole mm. first one mm. and then your new love korean in her apartment right now mm -hmm. shout out to her yeah. have you uh, ever dated a white woman white woman dated as in um not not as in relationship dated casually dated yes oh but okay, cool. i've never had yeah yeah casually dated yes but i haven't ever had um a white girlfriend that i remember yeah i'm sure i've had oh wait no <laughs> wait, wait 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 yeah no okay okay so this i don't know if this counts Actually, no, it should count. But while I was still a Jehovah's Witness, while I was oh. still a devout Jehovah's Witness, was I she was a Jehovah's Je Witness. Girl. Was she too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Wait, was you, 17, you guys banged? 18. No way. 
No, 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 no. We didn't. Uh, That's the thing. So we, oh, no. it was more like a, a wholesome type of, you know, we want right. to be together, but we don't know if we can officially be together no because way. we're young and she was baptized. I wasn't baptized, and I knew her, and she knew her. She, she was Polish. My parents were Polish, and she and knew that she her was circumcised. And you weren't. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, literally one of those. And she was just like, yeah, my parents are not going to be happy knowing that, you know, you're not <clears throat> baptized, which is a choice that we make at a certain age. We don't get baptized right. at birth. So I didn't, I never got baptized, which is good because if I had gotten baptized and did what I did, like I would have, they would have cut off all communication with me and I wouldn't be right. able to speak to my mom. But um, yeah, so okay. she was just like, oh, since you're not baptized, she did try and tell her parents at one point and then her parents um were not happy about it they were just like oh everyone back home in poland is going to make fun of you because this guy's black blah 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 and he's not he's not Jehovah's, he's not baptized and stuff like that so it turns out they were a little bit racist um but we <laughs> were you know really really into each other and we that, kind like, of you didn't it's to, not like you, know, you didn't see that coming i mean as jehovah's witnesses i thought it was a worldwide brotherhood you know so <laughs> i really didn't think race would have to play such a big part of it but that kind of opened my eyes a little bit Right. To the fact that, you know, just because someone is Jehovah's Witness doesn't necessarily make them automatically no. a good person. You yeah. know, I'm not saying that her parents are bad people, but, you know, it doesn't excuse, you know, just because you're Jehovah's Witness. People are still going to have their own, you know, their own <clears throat> opinions. They're all going to have their own culture. They're all going to have their own. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, but she was, she was white and it was a nice little, um, and then they started talking about marriage and, you know, oh, you know, and she was just like, oh yeah, you know, if we're going to get married, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, wait, 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 you know, I don't, you know, know if I'm really ready for marriage, but, no, you know, no. like your parents already don't like me, even though they haven't really met me. Um, but yeah, I like white women. <laughs> I like white women. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we love white women on this podcast. Don't worry. Um, but we do, we do. We do. But it's mm. it's good to see, like, that you know, when you were in Jehovah's Witness, the race thing was brought up, and then now going to Japan and Korea, what we love about your your videos, it's like you, you, you know, you. You pull the race. I don't want to say the race. You pull the race like content that like no one's showing. And it's like it it works so well. It's so beautiful. Like it just I don't know, like everything. I don't know when like other people see you and like, you know, as like either you're a tourist or anything like that. It's just like the, your content. That's what makes it so good to to see like the points of views that so, you face so what exactly do you mean as in like you you don't are you talking about the fact that i um i mention race quite a lot or i i portray it in a funny way at both or, both is that what you meant? yeah it's like it's good because like i don't know when it's it's something that you kind of don't you don't see it unless you're there mm -hmm. you know like in in real life in like the not like in i don't know it's just uh just good great to see you like your point of view oh yeah 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 it's funny i mean these are things that are sad on some level right but always true it's always based on the truth so a lot right. of my skits yes are exaggerated but they're never they're never lies the people that no, no the people that live in japan know that there is truth to every video that i make it's just like you know but i make fun of it and some of them right. are true stories some of them are based on true stories some of them are word for word reenactments of true stories but obviously you run out of true stories after you know because i was only there for a year so then i'm just like okay why don't i try and create skits based off of this experience and then right. just exaggerate it a bit, you know make it a little bit funny but i think that's what makes um some of my videos so so it's the videos hit the spot and i think it's because they are true it's right. just like you can't make this up right. because no. you know what i mean they're relatable because it's just like damn this is actually kind of true which is why it makes it funny 
the my most best videos, my most best performing videos are the ones that um that I thought of that 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 I don't have to think of. The ones that just kind of are based off of something that actually happened. Which is funny. Like the ones that are most true or the ones that, that the ideas that I came across in real life or the things that just hit me and it's just like, oh wow, that just happened. Let me make a skit about it. Those are the ones that usually do better, which is funny. If I, however, if I, if I think of one, if I try and think of one like on the spot, mm -hmm. I could still make something reasonably funny. But you know, it's it doesn't always hit as good as the the true story ones because right. then I get you know hundreds right. of comments saying, "Yeah, this happened to me. This is exactly how it is. This happened to my friend," kind of thing. And then there are some people who actually admit, "Yeah, that some Japanese girls actually admit, like, yeah, I am that girl. I am that right. girl that just says the n word <laughs> all the time." So you know, and I'm just like. That's not really a flex, but thank you for your <laughs> input. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they say, I am the girl is Momo-chan, right? The the right. girl that I um, yeah, her name is Momo-chan, the the Japanese girl who is into black guys, and I get so many Momo real life Momo-chans following me, saying, "Oh, Momo-chan's my favorite character. She reminds me of me," or you know. You know, and I and I click on their profile, and I'm just like, yeah, this is who I based Momo Chan off of. You're gonna have to send me, um, send me them profiles. Oh yeah, I've got, I've got a few. I've, I've got a few Momo Chans, <laughs> you know, in the in my back pocket. Wow. Yeah. That's it's, it's funny. wow. Yeah, all it's like a day in the life, you know, and it's like so yeah. true. And it's it's great to see. I love because. Now on Netflix, I'm not so much in the Netflix world anymore. I've obviously am just always on HBO or Showtime okay. or like or Hulu. But I'm just like I'm still trying to go back to Netflix. You know, they got some good stuff going on. Some, but it's a lot of misses. But a lot of the good stuff that's on Netflix is like the reality shows and mm -hmm. like the cooking shows. And 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 you know when I was in korea i went to like the, the 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 food market and there was the, the lady that like that she she's known for being on netflix and of her mm -hmm. of her cooking right and so mm -hmm. i i thought of that and then when i like go on your page you have like the netflix n like the first thing that you see and and i just mm -hmm. think to myself and i was like reading up on you and i, I thought like okay so you want to you want to be on Netflix? Yeah, or get like some kind of Netflix show, Netflix yeah. original. It doesn't need I mean, to be that's Netflix, big, obviously. But that's big. That's big, and like obviously, it doesn't have to be Netflix. But like Netflix is like the mm. universal. Um, mm. and I I feel mm. like that I I can definitely see a Netflix show in your in your future, just like mm. a cameraman following you around and like more than just a day mm. of the life you, you know all these skits that you do are hilarious some wholesome i mean i don't want you to get into any type of danger but you know everyone loves the traveling blog things it's it's been even though it's been done a million times yours was mm. yours is just like where are you going to go next? You know, I mean, everybody loved Carmen San Diego. People still love Dora the Explorer. You fucking, mm. you, you're like, yeah, all right, move over, you two. Like, I think that you have it with this, like, you can elevate and go to this, like, whole new travel blog series mm. of some mm. sort. Cause, mm -hmm. like, when I was in Seoul and yes. Tokyo, I didn't realize that I kept I was being one of those tourists that were just googling everything. But what I wanted mm. was like, um, like not a tour guide, but like, I loved all the new friends I met and that were showing me all the, the things around. And I feel like yours would be like interesting mm. enough to like wherever you go, I would totally jot down because everyone else's is like honestly whack. Mm. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's not necessarily... Sometimes it's just very cliche. It's just like, hey, guys, I went to this amazing new place. It's, the, it's, a, it's a bibimbap place. It's only 2,000 yen and a one. And it was really good. Me and my boyfriend ordered the spicy one. And it's really, really good, guys. And 
like please like come down here it's in this little corner i actually don't want to be one of those guys i no. don't want to be but an essence of that you know because that's informative but if i can add some kind of comedy to that i love to do street interviews as well you know put put them on the spot you know with slightly inappropriate questions like not the not the typical questions but more like you know juicy questions you juicy. know or interview a korean yeah interview a korean couple that i might find on the street and ask them you know questions that might put a bit of tension in their relationship or you know ask them <laughs> for their opinions you know if i ask them for their opinions you know it's just kind of like you know what i mean something a little bit less tame a little bit more you know below the belt you know in a wholesome way but you know there's there's a twist because i feel like you know those interview pages the ones in america they ask the juicy questions they ask the you know <clears throat> but you know what i think would be funny is would you date a black guy but a, a black guy actually asking the question you know i'm watching them all lie you know that would be really fun that would be so, so funny that would be that would be really good yeah I just need someone to to help me record and set up the whole microphone thing and and that's it and then I'll start posting on YouTube. Do you but carry that wig that. around with you? I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, I've got it here. Because, so you do bring that wig uh, around you everywhere you go. I love that. Just in case. Just in case. Just. Do you ever well, get stopped? Because I know I'm going to be in Asia for two weeks. No, not for the wigs. Not for the wigs. <laughs> Actually, no. I don't get stopped at security. Period. But yeah. Um. Yeah, no, because I know I'm going to be here for two months and I know I have a show in Japan. Well, I'm trying to set up a show, like a, a club night, a Momo-chan club night where it's, you know, based around Momo-chan, you know, like, you know, a Manko Madness type thing where, you know, I host it, I promote it. And it's just, you know, like a, a meet and greet slash, you know, party in Tokyo at a well-renowned club kind of thing. So it's just... Yeah, slightly different theme. So I wanted to be dressed as Momo Chan for the night. So I bought my wig and then also my my male wig, um, the Mr. Hashimoto. Wig, Love him, just in case. Love him. Yeah, he's a he's amazing man. He's, I like him. I like him. I actually was thinking about uh, for a YouTube concept, um, going around as Mr. Go going around in character. So like Mr. Hashimoto tries you know African food for the first time, but you know obviously I'll be acting. For acting as a Japanese person from you know from a Japanese person's perspective so he's you know at an African restaurant and he's confused as to you know you know how am I going to eat this with my hands like you know no no chopstick chopstick no and then he brings out his own chopsticks and then he starts trying you know but I want it to be informative slash educational you know he's not necessarily making fun of a different culture but you know if I were to go to an Afri African restaurant I'd want it to be for the purpose of uplifting it maybe giving them some exposure and educating people what it's like but you know I'll be playing a Japanese person kind of thing yeah there's such a gray area with what I do I feel sometimes like I feel like actually there are some people that are going to turn around and be like you know this is just racist but at the same time <laughs> i feel like i do it i feel like i do it so well and so accurately and the fact that i can speak japanese that it's it's not racist because it's it's still accurate you know what i mean so very accurate it is it's accurate so because i was there and you know it's based off of my experience so i mean that day will come you know if that day if that day comes then then it comes but at the same time, it's not like me just putting out on a generic Asian accent and pretending to be Asian. This no. is just me living as, you know, the people that I had been living amongst for for however long. And this is just my own comedic representation of that. So, and it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> I get this question all the time if like, because of all the media stuff that I do, whether it's content creation or even being a musician, people ask me, do you want to be a performer? And I never really thought about that question. I don't know if I want to be a performer or not, but it seems that like mm. for you, um, you know, you, you do the content creation, but like when I listen to your music, yo, you got, you got bars and you be slinging bilingual, like, Yo, all right, oh, yeah. Bla what Blackpink? I mean, you're like Blackpink. Wait, what? Did... <laughs> <laughs> you're like Bad you're pink. like Skepta Pink. You're like it's just like. <laughs> 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 
Get the pig. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? That's a big passion of mine. That's it's, a it, very, yo, very it's big passion fire, bro. Like when I went over, thank you. When because yeah, halfway in the trip, the first half I was trying to understand K-pop, so I was listening to a bunch of K-pop. Mm. It doesn't hit, you know. I I was doing like the whole new jeans BTS thing, and I was like, all right, I don't. Oh, it's, it's just not. It's just not. It's not for me. And then like. I met you, and then after that, the other half, I was listening to, you know, your bops, your bops. Oh, okay. Yeah, which one? Which one? Is, were you? Did you have a favorite? No, I just started from the top. You're like mm. from from up to down. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. And then I went straight to Liliati because he dropped a new, you know, album. Oh, good. I see. He always overshadowed by these. By these well-renowned artists. <laughs> Yo, Yadi's new record and me being in another country was like I, I it's now forever the record that I think of of like traveling to mm. country, which is kind of insane. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that and, happens. I have a whole trippy. playlist for Japan that reminds me of Japan as well, just because of the music I was listening listening to at the time. I still listen to it, but every time I listen to it, it just takes me back. It's really, really good. It's really nice. So are you going to do the music? Like, you love music. Yeah, do you I'd like to. Dro- keep dropping. Like, I really, like... really do. Yeah. So I learned how to produce music during COVID, right. during the you know pandemic, just because I had a lot of time on my hands. Right. And I got pretty decent at it within the time frame that I had. Like, I got pretty pretty darn good at music production based off of you know for the time that i've been doing it right um and i go through phases where i'm more into my comedy and then you know more into my music i work on music quite a lot behind the scenes even though it's not all released you know you know i do i did work on it quite a lot and i still spend quite a few hours on it days on it um it's something i want to do but I do not want to mix it too much. Like the, the reason why it's still kind of quite low key. A lot of people don't know that I make the music because um, I've created an alter ego, which is very hard to consistently post on and you know dedicate time to, knowing that comedy is my my main gig. But the reason why I do that is just because I don't. I want to give. Um, it's a bit harder. It's definitely a bit harder because I'm not using I'm not abusing the Richardo platform to promote my music and I want to kind of prove to myself that I can you know garner a following of people who truly appreciate my music right without having the whole oh comedian TikToker starts making music kind of thing because I don't think um uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't um would not take it seriously if it was you know Richardo TV makes music like I don't, I, me personally, if, if a comedian online mm-hmm. starts making music, my first thought wouldn't be, oh, let me, you know, try and emotionally connect to his music kind of thing. For example, someone like KSI, like he started, he was started off as a YouTube comedian and then, you know, he does music and he's collaborated with some of the biggest artists in the world. But I still, to this day, because, you know, it's under his name, KSI, I still don't really just take him seriously as an artist. I know he's, really evolved and he is an artist now too right but from the first like for years i've just been like i'd I'd never bothered listening to him because i was just like oh okay he's just he's just a youtuber slash comedian that started making music and i didn't want other people to to feel the same way or i didn't want to give other people the chance because i I really want people to see how serious i am yeah because that's the thing that's the pipeline that's what it usually happens where it's like oh this model this model wants to be a dj this model wants to be like a mm. musician it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. everything always gets like a bad weird not a bad rep but like a weird rep like oh now this person wants to do this and they want to do that yes exactly exactly and finally enough i started music before I started making content. The music thing was came just before I started posting on TikTok. So music came first and the whole Saite thing came first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just much more well-known for the comedy that I make now. So um, I've always looked up to 
um, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino. I was going to say, Childish Gambino. Yeah, that's what you're giving yeah. me. Because he has two, yeah, because he has two different vibes. I mean, he does everything. Like, creatively, he can do everything. Like, really, really, really well. He can do comedy. He can act. He can do stand-up comedy. He can produce music. He can make music. But people respect him for, you know, he's not, he, of course, he's all he's Donald Glover all around. But, you know, Childish Gambino is... You know his music and donald glover is his you know more you know funny comedic comedic slash you know director slash actor alias so so you want to be a performer i'd love to i'd love to yeah yeah, yeah. like i don't have any uh, professional acting training but that's something that i think i might have to look into if i want to you know star in a show star in a sitcom or, or whatever you know i'd love to start in something and i know i have natural acting ability but it's not you know polished yet so you know i think if i want to go mainstream you know and actually get into showbiz which is, i guess should be the the ultimate goal if i you know from a performance perspective rather than just stay online you know i do want to try and break free of you know being you know just a social media you know performer i'd love to actually break free you know be on tv blah blah blah, blah. that's that's the the long-term goal so then i do think there are a few steps i do need to take so you know making the right connections getting the right training etc but that's that's a long-term goal and we're here for it hats off to you and everything you. that you do for some just our wear many hat solutions next time i come to korea or japan would you do one of those collab tiktoks and show me how it's done it could be mukbang it could be gains who knows yeah, man, one hundred percent. If you find yourself in in Korea, or um, or London, even, definitely hit me up, one hundred percent. Because you know, now that I know who you are, we actually had a conversation, <laughs> and you seem like a cool guy as well. I'd be more than happy to to show you around. I mean, Korea, I'm still need to to solve myself, so we'd both be lost. But in London or maybe Japan, in Tokyo, then yeah, one hundred percent, man. Let's definitely link up and. And do something, do some karaoke. Karaoke all the way. Karaoke all the yeah. way. That's that's what I love. My shirt might come off. Just, just a disclaimer. My shirt does come off at some point during the night just because I get into it. I really do get into it. So since your girlfriend is Korean and you're in Korea, do you think that you would want to be also fluent in Korean? Yeah. 100%. I want to start making Korean content as well. So the same thing that I've been doing for Japanese, but in Korean as well. So I am learning, I am studying, like seriously studying, but it's actually so much easier. Like it's so, right now I'm improving so quickly because compared to Japanese, it's really very similar, like the grammatic structure of the thing. So I can look at the textbook. I can be like, you can, it can be explaining a particular concept and it will be like, oh, that's that in japanese like it's it's always got like a perfect equivalent so it's like learning it's like relearning japanese just in a different format so i feel like i can like in a year if i work really hard i might be able to get my korean to be as good as my japanese in a year bro that's, that's brilliant like I'm you're gonna be an international trying. marvel superhero at this point are you kidding me yeah. there's gonna there's gonna be a new superhero that like knows every language that's you yeah well <laughs> only two only only three you know, learning like, korean and, and japanese is like i that's i i mean obviously there's a lot of beautiful languages out there as well but oh man the things i just want to say to Koreans and Japanese people. It's all it's all love. Mm. It's all love. It's all love. So what kind of women are you into? <laughs> <laughs> because you asked me uh, on that topic. So going back to that topic. I because you I'm... said that they're all beautiful, which is what you said. And you know, is this something that we should know about I love, you i just love i just love asian people you know asian people i i love mm -hmm. i mean i love all people but you know 
my kryptonite is just, I guess, Asian people. I'm just back to my roots, you know. For a long time, I was, you know, mm. Americanized. Mm. So where are you from ethnically? <laughs> I'm, I'm from I'm from Malaysia. Malaysia. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Malaysia. That's cool. I'm from Malaysia, but my name's Rashad. Rashad. Yeah, Rashad sounds a little bit more Middle Eastern. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice yeah. name. Middle Eastern. Rashad. Rashad. Exactly. Rashad TV. Rashad TV. Rashad. <laughs> Richard, if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Uh, if I were to get a chest tattoo quote, I think it would be <clears throat> along the lines of um, never forget. Never forget because that could be applied to, to anything. And I think it originates with um, a sense of appreciation. You know, never forget where you came from. Never forget who you are. Never forget why you're doing what you're doing. Never forget you know, the girl that took your virginity and broke up with you, never forget your purpose, never forget the people that helped you to get to where you are. So, you know, recently I got diagnosed with a chronic condition and I was, um, which affects my liver uh, and it's quite progressed apparently, but um, they did a little liver. Uh, the, the reason why I started thinking about this, this quote is because they, did a little um, biopsy where they where they took a, a little piece of my liver to inspect it just to clarify what was going on and um i don't have it's not i wouldn't call it a scar but there's a little dot because they use like a little hollow needle to kind of extract it and you can you can see it if you look carefully and i was just thinking oh imagine if i just put an you know wrote next to it i'll never forget kind of thing because you know just as a comedy thing that's, i'm not actually going to do it but it did make me realize that i'm not as invincible as I once thought mm -hmm. and it took me by surprise and I feel like I have a now that we know what it is I have a second I you know I have a chance to to live a, a reasonably normal life because of it but now in the back of my mind I realize that you know we, we are delicate life is fragile kind of thing so you know that's kind of where I thought got the, the original idea for never forget kind of like never forget this you know the, the time you got reminded that you know life is temporary life is fragile and it's it can be taken away at any time so yeah never forget and it could it could be applied to to any situation that you might find yourself in at any point in your life so i think it's just got a wide range of of things you know never, never forget, forget your purpose never forget yeah richard like if you know you know i'm sorry to hear the news but i I believe that everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, I think I think everything will be okay now. You know, um, based off of the fact that we know what it is, and there is it's treatable. It's not curable, but it's definitely treatable, like long term. It just requires me to take a bit of medication every day. But yeah, we're getting that sorted. I was really, really just upset about it for a while, just because. Um, it just makes life a little bit more inconvenient. So now I can't travel unless I have my medication with me and I can't stay in a certain place for, you know, long time. I can't stay long time unless, you know, I find a way to get the medication in the country, which might be very costly. Uh, they can only give me two months supply at a time, basically. So that's why this trip could only be two months before I have to go back and restock and whatever so that's what really pissed me off especially because uh, i wanted to live japan live in japan like long term and stuff like that right but um yeah i could always find a way to get it in japan i just don't know how expensive it would be so that's more stuff i need to look up and yeah so to, to everyone but out there know. wear a condom it happens wear a condom wear a condom yeah i mean if you want <laughs> it's your choice um, do you know what i mean like i have no right to speak on people's 
Oh no. You know, religious beliefs, you know. <laughs> wear a condom if you don't want if you want to be safe, wear a condom. If you want to be safe from sexually transmitted diseases and unexpected pregnancies, wear a condom. If you are looking to just have a great time and you don't really care, don't wear a condom because that's just you know. And if you are gonna have an unexpected baby, please name it Richard or Rashad. Richard. If it's or Rashad. Richard, Richardo, Richardo. <laughs> Plug your socials. Where can people find you? Richardo TV, R I C H A D O TV. So it's Richardo spelled in Japanese. So Richardo TV. Amazing. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. All socials, Richardo TV. Thank you, yeah, Richard, man. for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. It was amazing to be on here, man. Thank you for the conversation. I don't know if I, you know, if, if the conversation was of, of, um, it was perfect. You know, whether it was appropriate for your audience. Everyone's an adult. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Till next time, this yes. is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.